Good evening. This is evening prayer for Thursday, the 13th of September, 2018. I am Jaka, and we say the daily office from the Episcopalian Book of Common Prayer. Our readings for this evening are Psalms 93 and 96, Job 29, verse 1, and 31, verses 1 through 23, Acts 15, 1 through 11, and John 11, 17 through 29. We begin on page 115 of the Book of Common Prayer. Yours is the day, O God, yours also the night. You established the moon and the sun. You fixed all the boundaries of the earth. You made both summer and winter. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Psalm 93. The Lord is King. He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed, he is girded with strength. He has established the world, it shall never be moved. Your throne is established from of old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their roaring. More majestic than the thunders of mighty waters. More majestic than the waves of the sea. Majestic on high is the Lord. Your decrees are very sure. Holiness befits your house, O Lord, forevermore. O sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among the peoples, all the peoples. For great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. He is to be revered above all gods. 
For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. The world is firmly established, it shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Job. Job again took up his discourse and said, I have made a covenant with my eyes. How then could I look upon a virgin? What would be my portion from God above and my heritage from the Almighty on high? Does not calamity befall the unrighteous and disaster the workers of iniquity? Does he not see my ways and number all my steps? If I have walked with falsehood and my foot has hurried to deceit, let me be weighed in a just balance and let God know my integrity. If my step has turned aside from the way, and my heart has followed my eyes, and if any spot has clung to my hands, then let me sow and another eat, and let what grows for me be rooted out. If my heart has been enticed by a woman, and I have lain in wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind for another, and let other men kneel over her, for that would be a heinous crime. That would be a criminal offense, for that would be a fire consuming down to Abaddon, and it would burn to the root all my harvest. If I have rejected the cause of my male or female slaves, when they brought a complaint against me, what then shall I do when God rises up? When he makes inquiry, what shall I answer him? Did not he who made me in the womb make them? And did not one fashion us in the same womb? If I have withheld anything the poor desired, or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel alone, and the orphan has not eaten from it. For from my youth I reared the orphan like a father, and from my mother's womb I guided the widow. If I have seen anyone perish for lack of clothing, or a poor person without covering, whose loins have not blessed me, and who was not warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have raised my hand against the orphan, because I saw I had supporters at the gate. Then let my shoulder blade fall from my shoulder, and let my arm be broken from its socket. For I was in terror of calamity from God, and I could not have faced his majesty. If I have made gold my trust, or called fine gold my confidence, or if I have rejoiced because my wealth was great, or because my hand had gotten much, if I have looked at the sun when it shone, or the moon moving in splendor, and my heart has been secretly enticed, and my mouth has kissed my hand, 
This also would be an iniquity to be punished by the judges, for I should have been false to God above. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Canticle 11 on page 87. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples, but over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or by night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation, and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts. Then certain individuals came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to discuss this question with the apostles and the elders. So they were sent on their way by the church. And as they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, they reported the conversion of the Gentiles and brought great joy to all the believers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees stood up and said, It is necessary for them to be circumcised in order to keep the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders met together to consider this matter. After there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, My brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that I should be the one through whom the Gentiles would hear the message of the good news and become believers. And God, who knows the human heart, testified to them by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us, and in cleansing their hearts by faith, he has made no distinction between them and us. Now, therefore, why are you putting God to the test? by placing on the neck of the disciples a yoke that neither our ancestors nor we have been able to bear. On the contrary, we believe that they will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus. Just We believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with the Magnificat on page 119. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. 
He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel for he has remembered his promise of mercy. The promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live, and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We continue with the Apostles' Creed on page 120. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord. That your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and goodwill, we entreat you, O Lord that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord. That there may be peace to your church and to the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord. 
that we may depart this life in your faith and fear and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. That we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit in the communion of St. Francis, St. Joan, St. Clair, and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ. We entreat you, O Lord. Most holy God, the source of all good desires, all right judgments, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, so that our minds may be fixed on the doing of your will, and that we, being delivered from the fear of all enemies, may live in peace and quietness, through the mercies of Christ Jesus our Savior. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Now is the time to pause and say personal prayers. I'm going to do that. I hope you do the same, and we'll be right back. I'm going to add St. Francis's prayer here again. I know I've been doing that a lot lately, but I think it's such an important one right now. Um, and I'm going to pray for our diocese, too, because we've got a lot going on this weekend. So prayer number 10 on 817. O oh God, by your grace, you have called us in this diocese to a goodly fellowship of faith. Bless our bishops and other clergy and all our people, especially our special visitors this weekend. Grant that your word may be truly preached and truly heard, your sacraments faithfully administered and faithfully received. By your spirit, fashion our lives according to the example of your Son, and grant that we may show the power of your love to all among whom we live. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And prayer 62 is the prayer attributed to St. Francis on page 833. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled is to console, to be understood is to understand, to be loved is to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. What struck me about the readings tonight was um, there was one line in particular. There was a lot from the readings tonight, but I'm going to focus on one line in particular. In Job, he says, I have made a covenant with my eyes. Now what he's doing here is he's defending himself. We talked about this before. Um, the belief of that time was that if you were stricken with something, it must be punishment and it was deserved. Ergo, anyone who is stricken had sinned. And so Job is defending that he has not sinned and so he does not deserve to be punished. And so this is his defense and he says I've made a covenant with my eyes 
So he's talking about not only has he not committed adultery, which he talks to more later, but he has not even sinned with what he allowed his gaze to rest upon or the thoughts. He definitely didn't um, brew up fantasies in his mind. And it's a particular note to me because we live in a day and age where it is commonplace for people to believe that it's okay to look but not touch or to look but not act. And as Mother Teresa said, thought is the precursor to action. Um, Vision is definitely in there too. The prayer that I would like for us to pray, and you're welcome to follow in or to fast forward, whatever you want, is that we, um, inspired by Job, enlist all of our faculties, all of our senses, all of our members, our complete holistic, all-encompassing, all-inclusive self to remain focused on the Lord. To not fall into sin. I know there are those of us out there, I've encountered them, that can successfully gaze with lust and not commit the physical sin. But where your eyes are fixed, your heart follows. I know for me, I cannot gaze with lust without it being a very, very slippery slope. Um, Although I'm someone who's very good at compartmentalizing, I am, as many of us are, but still working on my boundaries. But I don't think that's a healthy boundary, right? To try to cut off sight from thought, from action. I think it is, just my humble opinion, much more healthy to have all of you focused in the right direction because that's much more efficient, right? And we've talked about this before, that what you're looking at, you will naturally follow. So focusing all of ourselves, all of our senses, in a very mindful and intentional direction in the direction of the Lord and his will creates efficiency. If we've got one part of us going off one way and the rest of us trying to follow the Lord, I honestly don't believe we're going to get as far as fast as if we are completely focused on God. And so I would like for that to be our prayer that the Lord gives us the strength and ability to catch up all of ourselves, to reincorporate, to bring together every bit of our being, every one of our senses, and focus it on him and move in his direction. This is my prayer for us this evening. Thank you. Amen. And I, I might add that, that all of this is hard-earned experience. None of it is sitting in my ivory tower from afar. Um, I've been the gazer and the sinner and, and also the one gazed upon and the one sinned against. So I know this issue from many different sides. And please don't think that I am on my high horse having never experienced the difficulty. I certainly have. We continue with the general thanksgiving on page 125. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks 
for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.